Hey, coming up on today's podcast, uh, we're going to continue some coverage with our SEMA show experience that we had, and I think you're going to love this. Um, but you're also going to find out what Keith and Jay might be doing after show hours in some cases. Uh, we'll share some of that experience with you. Um, what's interesting to Keith and Jay is that everybody seems to be getting into the EV pickup truck business, including a toy company. We'll figure that one out. Um, we got some uh, overlanding uh, stuff that we want to talk about, uh, a tremendous amount of overlanding stuff we're going to talk about. We got a, a skinny guy we're going to talk about. Um, and we want to ask you, what do Rivian, Ice, and Snow have in common? We're going to tell you. And um, stay tuned for The Scout. Hmm. All that coming up right after this. <laughs> Welcome into the podcast, The Counter Show. My good friend Keith over there on the other side of the microphone. Hello, Keith. And I am Jay. How's it going, bud? I'm I'm not done with uh, where we left off this conversation about the uh, the horn and the challenge and the video that may be coming and potentially some black eyes on me in the next few videos. Uh uh, 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 oh, oh, man. Okay. All right. I got you. Well, so back to this Vegas thing, you know, and I can't stop paying attention to this now. Uh, thought I thought of you, Jay, over the weekend. In what way? <laughs> I, I got to, I got to, I mean, what? So, what, can you, so can you, side uh, shot, uh, side yeah. shot, uh, some, there was a iPhone situation where his iPhone got run over and we had to take it to the apple Oof. store now. i think we talked not, about that previously so we had an yet. appointment it's in the mall we go to the mall the mall's crazy the mall. as can be crazy busy okay mm -hmm. and i think the mall traffic is coming back with the kids because of stranger things because of what they've done to repopulate yeah. it yeah so um the apple store is downstairs we come in on the top level okay mm -hmm. gotta take the escalator Right? I think I know which mall you're going to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. That one. Mm -hmm. Top of the escalator, circled around the entrance to the es escalator. Oh, Lord. Completely blocking access to the... Let me just reframe this for you. Holiday shopping season has already started. Crazy busy. We're just trying to get to our appointment. Mm -hmm. Circled around the top of the escalator where you have to get on it is a family stopped and completely conversing in the middle of the road uh, the elevator was completely blocked that's just ridiculous people and are so, just oblivious to what's going on around them man i really think the yeah. the little air horn thing carrying this air horn in my pocket if you guys don't know it, what that was all about and just yeah. tooting it at people from behind I'm, it will startle them but we have to film this right you have to. So I think having side shot with you may give you a little protection. Yeah. You know, um, could we like throw him under the bus and have him toot the horn? Uh, 
yeah. If he's, <laughs> I don't know if he'd be willing to do it. He's yeah, super yeah, yeah. like courteous, but uh, yeah. uh, I know. But still, man, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a That'd little. Be funny, you know. And I, I don't know that you have to be aggressive. I think you just say excuse me and uh, you keep moving, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what you have to do. You know. You can apologize, but you never know what that's going to return. I, I mean, I really want to hear from people on this. Uh, okay. make yeah. sure, Hey, guys, please go to your favorite podcasting platform and go find the Parts Counter Gurus. Um, you can even go to our website at partscountergurus.com. Hey, can we do a Facebook poll? Is that still a thing? I think it is a thing, you know. I, we can check into that, and you know, maybe we can get stars and awards and all that stuff, and they can leave live comments. I mean, stuff, sure. if we, if you, okay, so if you're not following us on Facebook, this would be the perfect opportunity so that we can have a conversation. Yes. Um, can we figure out, Jay, if we have the ability to put a poll, or at the very least, just post the question on our Facebook page of mm-hmm. should we, and I guess me, really. Um, record a video segment, which I think would be entertaining. Oh, I know uh, it would be entertaining. Air, air horn can, air can horn in hand. Yeah. At bit out public places, just trying to pass. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Clear, you know? clear the room, man. That's what I want to see. Or, I want to see the reaction. Do we go? Do we go bike bell? Do we go bicycle bell? You know? Do no. we go? I, okay. I, I, I yeah, but it's not. It's. It's more polite, right? It's not going to get the desired effect that you guys want to see, which is people taking a swing at me on videos. But which is funnier, everyone? Right. Right. There you go. So there's your poll, right? What should we do? Foghorn. Don't want to see the video. Stick to cars. Do the foghorn air can. Film film it. Bike bell. Or uh, some other option. And then you have to tell us what, right? I, I think that's fair. I think that gives us an opportunity to prepare for this, uh, get our uh, insurance. I'll do it. Uh, I will totally do this. Put our insurance I'm... paperwork in place, you know, liability, because <laughs> uh, who knows what kind of right. kind of heart problems some of these people may have. Uh, you know, you got to be very careful. Well, you're that. not going to yeah, know I... the outcome if you're not subscribed. That's the one thing I am sure of. This is very, very true. Um, wow. Now, speaking of malls, we said this when we were in Las Vegas as Keith and I were trying to navigate through <laughs> Caesar's Palace, the shops at, at Caesar's. Which is basically a mall. It's yeah. a mall. And what did I say to you? Here's where all the malls went. They're in Vegas. Right. They're in all, the, right. They're in all these casinos and hotels, man. That's If you want to do some window shopping, uh, I think Caesar's is probably one of the coolest. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, opinion, we had to go to an Apple the, store because my power supply died for uh, my Mac and there's no, I mean, you got to edit, you got to get content out, you got to have power, right? So, yeah, yep. there's an Apple store at that. I, I'm sure they would be offended by hearing me call it a mall, but at that Caesars Palace Mall. Right. And it's a real Apple store. So we went and we had the same issues there with families walking four or five wide down the mall, which is fine until your pace is extremely slow. Right. Um, what I, what I saw a lot of were people that were in a bunch and then they just spread out in formation. Yeah. Almost as right. if an intentional like blocking, Angels, right? Like yeah. a block. Yeah. Like a blocking move. I'm like, what the, what gives man? We're just trying to squeeze through here. So, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with a uh, foghorn on that, by the way. Uh, okay. I'm going to put that's my your, vote in. That's, your, yeah. I, that's my, that is my final answer. 
on that or final vote. So we'll see what the people say. Well, but. And, and here's a good rule of thumb, everyone, if you're confused by this topic. Uh, start John Philip Sousa. Okay? Mm-hmm. John Philip Sousa. Stars and Stripes John Forever. Phil- Stars and Stripes oh, Forever. Man. Yeah, yeah. That is a quarter note to one beat. Uh, it's a 60-second metronome. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So quarter note equals 60, right? So for every mm-hmm. click, it's a 60-second. Yeah. I actually was snapping too fast there. But if you right. if you hum in your head, stars and stripes forever, and if you don't know mm-hmm. it, you know it. You just don't know you know it. You, you do know? know it, yeah. Yeah. That's your pace. Right. See, I have a military background where... You know, that's kind of where I learned how to walk properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can thank the United States government uh, for that. And uh, so there you go. It's a so healthy, keeps, it's keeps. not a, it's not a, you know, sweaty pace, mm. but it's also not a meandering pace. It's not a meandering pace. Uh, you mean business. That's why, you know, point A, point B. Um, right. I, I, when I get out on my exercise and I walk, I have people that just, they can't hang with me. It's like, well, I'm not strolling. I'm walking. I mean, strolling doesn't really burn calories that well. Uh, Walking at a decent pace does. So there yeah. you go. I'm not going to look. All you help people out there, don't don't give me a hard time. Yes, you can go stroll, and it's healthy. It's good for you, but not as much as. Yeah, the data's uh, out that shows yeah. that your heart at a slightly elevated yes. rate is much more beneficial than sometimes even a very high elevated rate. It depends on what you're doing. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, and I sometimes your, I got your back on that one. Yeah, even and but you have to be careful. Look at us. We're, we're health. We're health guys now. But, you know, even if you go over that, you can go into a, uh, a different uh, – your body can go into what do they call anaerobic Cardiac state. arrest? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right. No, that's when you're getting a foghorn blown Right, right, that's right. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but so, Keith, did we or did we not have fun in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. I mean, like we repeatedly say, you know, I just don't think there's very many people that work harder than us at these shows. Yeah, it was a blast. Um it is a, it is a nonstop. Like if you don't love it, you're never gonna survive it. It's it's sort of like being out on that survival island. Like you're you're going very little mm-hmm. sleep, uh, always moving at a fast pace, point A to yeah. point B, trying to cram in more than realistically you have time for. And, and it was um, really, yeah. yeah. It was really kind of like we were on the buddy system, so to speak, to kind of keep other each other in check because. Yeah. We didn't want to overdo it, yeah. and I think we could kind of we we played off each other, going, you know what, man, let's let's eat first, let's go have you know let's go eat first, get something to eat, yeah. we'll come back, we'll work a little bit, and then we'll go down and get a get a drink. Yeah, and we have we have a couple of favorite places that we like to go. I yeah, think I was, you you really really enjoyed the, uh, the bar is, at, at yeah, SDK so, though. I did, yeah. Well, that's for all other reasons, but um, it was <laughs> Halloween and all, everybody. Um, but. Uh, there is a great I I am thrilled to see that the piano bar is still alive and well in Las Vegas. Um, yep. now these guys that we saw, I think um in particular Matthew, the, the the main guy, um Right. I think he performs in various locations, but we caught him at I mean, do we want to do this? Do we want to tell him where we saw so that that no. place is crowded. We could just give out no. his website, and then you guys can find you can, him on your you own. Can, yeah, you guys go figure it out, because, um, I, I mean, I know where they play, and if you mm-hmm. go to their website, you can figure it out as well. But uh, isn't don't they play down at uh, at the New York, New York? They I think little, so, yeah. little gig right. there, which yeah, is so a lot of fun. 
It's duelingpianos.vegas. There is no yeah. .com. It's duelingpianos.vegas, all one word. Now, this guy, before you you start thinking like cheers or, you know, whatever. No, 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 no. Tech, like we would, we would intentionally, like he's got to hate us, man. Like you got to look at these requests that come in and go, oh God, man, why? You know, but we would throw, what, what, what's some of the stuff you threw at him, Jay? Uh, well, last year I threw some Alice in Chains at him. Uh, and he did it. The box, and he did, and he did, it, did it very well. Right. Uh, this time it was uh, even flow by Pearl Jam. He did which, that. Yeah, blew my knocked, mind. Knocked man. it out of the park. Yes, he did. Um, but you, sir, you, sir, had the crowd rolling, which was an absolute. What did perfect... I? Oh, that was Sir Mixalot, right? Sir Mixalot, yeah. yeah. Baby got back, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, dude, dude, totally pulled, pulled it, it off. off. Yeah, yeah. So you got to understand how these things work, babe. Uh, everybody, it is not necessarily, and this is true for any live band. It's not necessarily a song that you love. It's a song that goes well in the environment that you're in. So in the moment, yeah. Yeah, it, you purple may be your favorite color, but if um, if your car is painted blue on the outside or some other color that doesn't doesn't you know complement purple. I don't know that I would have the upholstery redone in purple, right? Like you got to work within the room, right? And so Sir Mixalot just seemed like, yeah, yeah, you could do Elton John, you could do Billy Joel. He does those all day, and he's great at them. But let's throw something that nobody sees coming, right? And exactly. And um, and then some guy. Do you remember the Journey thing? Like, don't stop believing. And he's like, oh man. And and you could, if you Google right now, um, best piano bar songs. I, Every list that you come come across, don't stop believing is going to be at or near the top. It's just requested so much. So he said, "Okay, there's just a couple songs that I have rules on. One of them was Don't Stop Believing. I'll do it, but that'll cost you a hundred bucks, right?" Yeah. And the yep. dude just ran up there with the Ben Franklin, threw it in the jar, and the, and he went, "All right, here we go." And, he, yep. and it was amazing, right? It was. It was really good. They had the whole crowd singing along. I think yep. I was even in there somewhere. Uh, you know, with a hum, but yeah, it's good yeah. stuff, man. I really so, enjoyed it. Plus, plus the greater side of this particular bar is they're well, mixologists, the, man. Yeah, yeah, the drinks were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys know what they're doing. So, you know. if you're interested in, if you're going to Vegas, you need to find this guy. It's well worth it. Take our advice. Yep. Um, yep. And if you're not, Go check out the website. I'm sure we're going to put some video segments together of this at some point. So there you go. Yeah, everybody. Uh, we, yeah, we have some footage. So stay tuned for that. So, oh man, yeah. So that you know, that's what we do afterwards. We had some good food. I mean, food's good. You know, that's always a you know a, a, you know point of interest for us is you know what can we do? Can we work our way around the world here? And we pretty much do a pretty good job of that. Sushi, some. Uh, was that La Noodle or whatever it was? Yeah, La La Noodle. La La uh, Noodle. Yeah, we did uh, we, noodles. We did Italian. The Italian place was a great. Do, do not give that one out either because no, for some reason it wasn't busy and it was amazing. Now we showed up in our Halloween costumes and it was like a, it was a little bit more of a serious restaurant. And I don't know. I mean, it's Vegas. Anything goes. But uh, we were we were not your typical clientele. You were actually a little better dressed than others in there, so I think you were okay. So <laughs> you know, as uh, as Maverick, yeah. As Maverick can be, yeah. Maverick looks good, yeah. Everybody thinks so, um, but yeah, yeah. We we had a great time with that man, and you know, Vegas is always fun. But you know, when you're working, 
that hard, you need those outlets to kind of decompress a little bit after those long days. And we right. were putting in, we were putting in some really, really long days, probably 10 hours at the show. And then who knows how many hours after the show, yeah. you know, every day, yeah. I think we I lived say. on what four hours of sleep. Yeah. Well, night. you gotta, yes. You gotta think about it like this, like for every five minutes of content that you capture now, that's, just the camera rolling, right? So I hit record. Jay runs around, flaps his arms, points at the screen. We get comments that people complain about pointing at the screen too. Have you guys never watched a YouTube video? Like, that's the style. I'm mm-hmm. so tired of listening to people go, you point at the camera too much. Like, hey, Gramps, welcome to 2022. This is hey, how I we do sh- it. I, I Actually, there's a lot of people out there that I saw this particular show. I've been watching some of the coverage after yeah. the show just to kind of see what everybody else was into. I'm thinking, I, are they doing what we're doing? Don't, because, you know. Yeah. Nobody goes to Kevin Bacon and Footloose and tells him, don't show your shoes. I, it so just wait a minute. Isn't, you don't. Are you, are you saying that people have nothing better to do than complain about our videos and saying that we point Point too much? at the camera too much, yeah. It's, who, who, it's by design. Who, I don't know. They're just commenters on... Anyway, okay. So oh for Jeez, every five man. minutes of, of footage that we get in the can, so to speak, it's at least three times that in edit time. Because you got to cut out the bad stuff. you got to mix it together. A lot of times there's multiple camera angles. There's multiple takes. There's uh, some jackass walks in front of the camera while we're filming. you got to re- reshoot that. I mean, it's just... There's all kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. And so... You, so the five minutes of recording time, now you have to find 15 minutes somewhere else in the day to actually publish that. And then and then that just gets it to the social platform. That doesn't get any views on it. You have to title it. You have to create a thumbnail. You have to keyword it. You have to type, you have to type up descriptions. It's like writing a little homework assignment. You know, you're doing a paper for your professor for every one of these. And so... Uh, My point is that to get a five-minute video out, it's probably all total, what, 45 minutes of work? Easy. So do the math on that, everybody, with how many videos that we put out from SEMA. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, people that want to be content creators, and they're like, well, it's easy. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you you definitely have to have an eye for, for what is worthy, which, Keith, I must regard highly in that area because of his creativity that he's got going on so i am much appreciative for that so some of these really good videos that 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 you see on our channel um you know we put a lot of thought into that keith does i mean he's very pointed about how he how i want this thing to go and so we 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 work well together and it's that compromise that we have between the two of us we are not hoggers of the camera we we try to put the best effort into it as we possibly can and if that means Keith is going now, Keith is going now. If that means me going now, or Keith sees an opportunity for me to go in and kind of seize that moment, that's just how we work. It's a lot of fun. So, um, also, guys, here's what I want to add to this. In you know, the spirit going, of hold my beer. Yeah, right? in the yeah. spirit of hold my beer. Speaking of holding my beers, did you bring back a six-pack of that Duff beer, by the uh, way? you No, I don't think you can leave the park with it. Oh, bummer. That's from you. Know, I went to Universal in October. Uh, yeah, I, and everybody yeah. knows Duff beer, right? Surely you do. Yeah, yeah. Springfield, so, USA, yeah, right? I, yeah, absolutely. I love love that man, Duff man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, they do have oh, it on tap. They have it on tap. 
and that's and I'm glad you had a beer. Uh, and you at least, you know, yeah, at least, yeah, <laughs> a, at least one, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I just want to tell everybody if you really want to see us point at you know point at the camera a lot more, uh, you can do that by going over to facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus. You can go to instagram.com forward slash the parts counter gurus. You can go to um, TikTok, uh, which we are at the parts counter gurus or at parts counter gurus, I should say. Uh, you can also check us out over on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus where you're going to see any video segments out of this particular podcast. Make sure you run over there and subscribe to all that stuff so you can see us point at you a lot. That's what we want you to do. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. Get more, you know, get more fun. So, hey, let's um, let's talk about what the, uh, you know, the, the big deal. Um, well, actually, first of all, and I'm going to totally step on this, um, F-150 Lightnings. Yeah. There was a few there, right? This one wasn't, though. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pausing because I'm trying to count in my head how many I saw. I saw enough that I can't I can't give you a, a concise. It was more well, than two. How's that? Like I, I I have to kind of revisit that. Yes. Now here's my 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 question is is how close were you to this one? Um. So Recently. you're you're talking about the uh yeah. So this is Legoland in Florida. It, so right. So funny funny you should ask Jay. Um, <laughs> so Lego has built a one-to-one replica. That means it's full size of an F-150 Lightning, a Ford F-150 Lightning. That's their electric truck. It's 320,000 Lego bricks. Okay. Hence what I was saying in the beginning, yeah. guys, everybody's now, getting into the, the EV truck business. Even Lego is. A couple things to note here in true <laughs> Paul Harvey. I, although I'm not going to tell you like a 20 minute Paul Harvey story. I'm just going to give you the highlights. So this is Legoland, Florida, which is in Winter Garden. We've been there. I have pictures mm -hmm. to prove it. Um, it used to be Cypress Gardens. So Lego bought the property that was Cypress Gardens, and that is now I didn't Lego know that. Yep. That's something that. I learned something new every day. So I lived very close to that when there I lived in Lakeland years ago. And, yes. And the water show there in the little lake that they have where they do mm -hmm. that, it's, they still do that. And they've right. just kind of tried to make it more Lego-ish. Okay? Mm. But they kept that part of the park. Everything well, else is cool. Lego-centric. There's coasters. So Ford has had a driver's school for a while. Uh, Sideshot did it like probably seven years ago. Mm -hmm. At the time, they had, I think it was a Ford Explorer or a Ford Escape built in all Lego out front. So mm -hmm. they are now, it looks, by this mention here, that this one is going in front of that same Ford driving school. It looks like they've replaced that with the F-150 Lightning. Uh, which kind of makes sense because yeah. it's, uh, the other would be a little bit more dated. A little bit Plus, more dated. Yeah, this is quite the feat, though, man. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a one to one. Yeah. yeah, the lights work. Yeah. Um, now, interestingly, I, did you see the thing where in the video they put like a like there's there's support structures like I beams and stuff oh, yeah. like inside of it to keep it yeah. from collapsing. Yes. I so did. the thing is heavy. Like I thought, you know. Maybe they just went out in the parking lot and built this behind the theme park. No, no, no. They built it on on site in I think New York, if I'm not mistaken. They built it somewhere else and then shipped it to mm -hmm. the final location. They started right. in July in, in in I'm sorry, Enfield, Connecticut, uh, at the U.S. Lego headquarters. And, right. Um, shipped it to the theme park. Yeah. Look at the. It, the 
it took 15 master model builders. Uh, it took more than 1,600 hours to assemble. And the thing weighs 3,730 pounds. Yeah, um, which is fairly close to the actual vehicle's weight. Right? Yeah, no, actually, it would it's, be. It's about half. It's about half. Yeah. Because the uh, 6,500 pounds is what the. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So, okay. Yeah. I was thinking more of a passenger car. You get some of those no. close to 4,000, but yeah. Yeah, but still, that's still that's huge. That's impressive. That's a lot of Legos. What was it? 370. Uh, let's see. I got the number right here. 320. 20,740. Yeah. There you go. That's a lot of Legos, dude. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I would anyway. Just I, so a couple we just things. Had to bring that up. Number one, I would like to see the build sheet for this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, when you get these <laughs> Lego, you get the uh, the book that shows you how to put it together. Yes. Like, did they create a build sheet? Is it like a phone book? Right. You know, what, where, it I would have see to it, be. Right. Number two, um, if you're if you're not aware, uh, Lego is a huge, huge enterprise, and you know, we were at uh, the Lego store there at Disney Springs in the fall. Same same time we went to Universal, and um, man, there's a line to get in. Like I'm not kidding. It's you know, yeah. and they've got like the Eleanor car replica. They've got vintage. They've got Ferraris. They've got so many cool things you can build. They've got their Marvel partnerships, their Disney partnerships, uh, all this stuff. If you are thinking about a good gift, you should really check them out. Uh, you know, some of this stuff's adult. Like there's a Monet painting that. Uh, my wife found that's a Lego. It's a mm -hmm. Starry Night, I think. Yeah. No, she that's Van Gogh. Sorry. Did she buy it? I got my artist. Nah, she wants it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. They do the wall art. They do flowers. They do. Okay. So uh, go check them out. If you're looking for a unique Christmas gift, sometimes this is a good option. But do yourself a favor and do us a favor. Go to our website at partscounterguru.com, hit the Amazon link, and then go shop. And that way, you support the show and it doesn't cost you anything. So that's my yeah. free uh, holiday gift advice for this segment. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. You know, see, it, Lego's not just for kids. Oh, it's really, it really not. Isn't. Like, they have adult, like, it's, eight, you know, 16 plus, yeah. 18 plus to build it on the box. Yeah, it's pretty fun, man. It's uh, it's a good way to spend time with your kids. It's therapeutic, yeah. It's good family. Yeah, it's absolutely. the modern. It's kind of the modern version of a puzzle. You know? Hey, if you don't have a Harley Davidson or can't afford one, maybe yeah. you can go build one out of Legos. Yeah, yeah. yeah put that in your put that in your garage. Yeah, you know, go out there and tinker when you want to get away from the, uh, from the, uh, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, and get it's your... it's less uh, it's less mess. You know, you you. You put it aside and come back to it in a week, and there's not oil everywhere. Well, it depends on how many beers you have <laughs> right. before you are you going yeah. through that. So you know what I mean. So yeah, good stuff, man. Um, like Key said, go pick you one up through our website, parsecountyguru.com. Hit the Amazon link. Go find you some Legos. Yeah, helps us out. Um, SEMA overlanding. My goodness. Yeah. So uh, this is getting insane. Um, you know, I can remember a few years back we talked about it was a green tent outside of like the West Hall. Something mm -hmm. like that. No, no, no. It was it was the South Hall. I think. I I don't know. I, it was. It was it was the one on the right. <laughs> when you get off, yeah, the that, it, it was yeah. the West Hall, yeah. and it was only probably a third yeah. of the size. That was a, it was in the parking lot, right? Right. And now they have it, the they space got an entire hall. Yeah, like the overlanding section 
has become its own monster. So much so that SEMA is restructuring how they're going to do these shows going forward. We'll, we'll do another segment on that because there is a lot of changes next year uh, uh, underway. It will be very different. But Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure I agree with some of those changes as someone who has exhibited mm-hmm. and also we have covered. You're not the target no, demographic. Right, yeah. but it does remain to be seen how, how closely we can get you guys into the show. Uh, next year um, with our coverage of that and you know just stay tuned to that because there's looks like there's going to be an opportunity for everybody to get a chance to get in if you want to so so which is unheard uh, of in this industry so yeah right so um so the overlanding thing is massive and you have to keep in mind everyone that this not only covers your off-road builds like your broncos your hummer evs your custom versions of those the jeeps all of that stuff now mm-hmm. we're now we have for the first time I can remember I saw an actual towable RV in the uh, uh, yes section. Uh, right? it was a Jayco, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, it was a Jayco I, I spent there. less time focusing on that than I did my my favorite camper, which we'll we'll get into here in a minute. But um, yeah, it's it is. All things outdoor lifestyle. That's really overlanding is just the catchphrase, right? So right. I saw everything from um, camping accessories like chairs. By the way, go buy a Helinox. Find the link on our website uh, to um, jacks and lift kits and water filtration and and then you get into the of course the vehicles and the vehicle builds and the rvs and the and the trailer mods like you know these overland trailers that you pull behind you like optima did right where they did with Mm -hmm. the rivians that had battery packs in them and stuff and so it's just everything it's like they're becoming you know there are overland shows right like there are just overland expos this at sema is catering to that group yeah it is and i i just wonder how long it's going to be before sema just has a separate overlanding show instead of the you know you know what i mean yeah like or, they do pri right or or has the industry shifted so much into that area that they that, that that's going to grow even more that, that remains to be seen, but at the rate that it has grown over the last two, three years that Keith and I know of, yeah. witnessing it firsthand from you know a little section in, in, a, in, a, in a parking lot to then a, a, a little bit larger section in a corner of a hall and then t- to the whole hall and then now bleeding over into other halls, it's insane. It's, um, and you're right, Keith hit the head of the nail with talking about it's not just – don't think of 4x4 of four trucks that have been modified that's all you're going to see at the overland experience at SEMA because that's not the case you've got ARB Dometic you know all these you know you got these rooftop uh, tents you've got lighting uh, like you said all the accessories that go along with them and you're right about the trailers man I saw more of those pull behind trailers this year um, than I've ever seen before and if you recall at SEMA 2021 Toyota revealed their little trailer. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It was completely loaded. And I'm not saying that Toyota started the trend. I think Toyota just came to the show with one before everybody else did. Right. 
you know, uh, because uh, I'm sure that Rivian was already working with well, that's, uh, Optima. That's their and, people, right? Like Toyota yeah. typically gets used, their products mm-hmm. get used mm-hmm. in more overlanding builds. I, I, I don't have stats on that, but I have my eyes and I know what I've seen. And I've definitely seen a lot of Tacomas and Tundras in these overland setups. Right. I, I, I think it's I think the trailers, Keith, though. It is such a great option for people to have mm-hmm. that do not own yeah. a, a large pickup truck or, or you know a four by four vehicle like yeah. that. You can take some of these things are so cool and they're light enough that you can use, say, uh, you know, a Volkswagen, a um, Jeep, uh, yeah, uh, anything, anything like right? that. Anything, anything that can go off road. Like you know, there's some Honda overlanding vehicles out there now. They're, you know, God, it's just unbelievable. Right the options that you have to get out into open space these days. And uh, this is one of the shows to go to to see all that stuff for sure, man. No doubt about it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised to see it blow up, but I think there was one person that was that we spoke to, um, our good friend Chuck. Um, we yeah. had that very conversation with him, saying, you know, wondering if this was going to be a fad. You know, yeah, he said could... like uh, a few years ago he thought it might be, and then you know as time progressed it became wow this is still hanging around you know and and getting yeah. bigger yeah absolutely man it's um it's insane um I mean it could be a fad to his point but it's a decade or decades long trend mm-hmm. you know I think so you know I don't know it depends you know it depends on the shift in the market right. Keith I f- I think you know. Obviously, shifting towards electric vehicles, um, you know that's where Optima saw a different, a different view mm-hmm. on that. Which is, well, okay, well, let's just get in the game. Um, let's build this trailer that that can help sustain that that um, that vehicle out right. in open spaces. Not worry about the range. You got something to go with. Right. It's a shift. Uh, so it's interesting to see, no doubt about it. Um, I would specifically like to maybe next year just do an entire day or two just in that section. Yeah. yeah. And just There's, forget about all the, 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 you know, the, the chrome wheels and tires and stuff. It's just, right. you know, those are cool. Um, but let's face it, which hall was packed more, which had the trail right. of people more, right? That was it. The one with the models in the booth. <laughs> right. Girls. Right. Oh, right. No, there were a lot of pickup trucks out there, though, with the um, compensation packages, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're into that, um, they're outside now, uh, out front. They're not all over the halls. <laughs> they're pretty much outside because they don't fit anymore, you know? So I uh, still think <laughs> we missed out on not shooting that commercial, but there's always next year, right? Oh, you talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's a deal coming next year for if they'll, if you guys will stay tuned, make sure you subscribe to our, uh, our podcast and our channel. Um, there will be a uh, an opportunity for you to buy a vehicle next year. <laughs> so, uh, so one of my favorite and and I and I I mean this. This is not a term that I throw around frequently, and and I wouldn't even. I don't know that I would do it for money. And and there's certainly not. There's no no money. They're, we're not. They're not paying me to say this. Um, one of my favorite campers. That I've seen in the past several years, skinny guy campers, yeah. And on the surface, I was we were Jay and I were curious, so we we saw they were going to be at the show. We reached out, we we started having conversations with these guys. We we suspected that it was going to be something interesting, and then when we got to see it, 
and we started to learn more about the product virtually and then saw it in person we were convinced um so we did a we did a podcast. We did a section uh, where we sat down with these guys and we talked to them. We got to have a, a, a better understanding of the company and why it was founded and how it was founded and who founded it. And I'm telling you guys that as a longtime RVer, as someone that has essentially grown up in these things, the thing that I am blown away by that is, I can't understate this enough. Quality control in the RV industry is practically non-existent. I mean, right. don't get me started on the number of times that I've almost died because somebody didn't hook up the exhaust to a generator and then wired the uh, carbon monoxide detector backward. Like, that's a commonplace thing now, right? So... When well, they're we, all custom builds, right? Oh yeah, they're all custom builds. It's, custom that's built the thing. by a toothless, you know, meth head, and yeah, okay, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but How much did that guy cost you? Yeah, you right. Know? But this is not that, and that's why no. I'm so impressed because yeah. their attention to detail, the quality of the components that they're using in these builds, uh, how well they were thought out functionally. These are things that you would typically not get from a new company, but there's a catch here, and that is these guys are not new to the game. They've been in the industry for a while. They know what they're doing. They come from an RV background, and they just decided to do it together. And so I kid you not, when we saw this thing and, and we got to go in it and, and, and look at the different builds, one was on a trailer, Right. One was yes, in the back was. of a custom Toyota Tundra build, which, Jay, you have the info on who did that. Yeah, it's a company called uh, Tactical Application Vehicles. You can go to their website. It's uh, TAVLLC.com. Um, they build it on what they call their Stage 3 uh, Tundra. And it basically, Bowen Customs um, is the topper bed that they put on the Stage 3, and then they custom fit the um, the camper that that we're about to talk about bring you guys in the know about um with this thing and it's a beautiful match that the build was incredible um you got to go check them out at uh, tavllc.com so make sure you do that and bowen customs as well so very cool stuff man um when when I ran across this, I, you know, I'm not, Keith will tell you, and you've, you've heard me talk about the RV industry. Um, Keith has done this all his life. He's more of an expert in this area than I am. I am, I am definitely becoming a big fan of it. And why is that? Because the innovation that goes into some of this stuff is just absolutely amazing. So um, let's, um, let's get into that right now. Uh, we'll get into the, the uh, talking with these guys about um, how they started and um, where we where they're going to be going from there. So let's get rolling. We are at the Overland Expo in the West Hall. We are honored to have two very special guests with us today. Uh, we are at Skinny Guy Campers. And if you don't know who they are, you're going to know by the end of this podcast. We've got Donovan and Jason. 
here with us. They are two of the, we got the founding member and the brains behind the operation is what I'm hearing. So, <laughs> did I get that backwards? <laughs> well, that's a great start. It's and a great by the start. way, um, I think I set up my own microphone and I completely like over here. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, You're you guys okay? are in these comfortable chairs. By the way, um, a partner of ours, Helinox, yeah. uh, we, we kind of had this brainstorm with them and said, we're tired of walking around at SEMA all day, but we also don't want to carry these big, heavy chairs. So well, how do we solve this? And they said, don't you ever call our chairs camping chairs. They're event, know, event chairs. And we went, well, that's yeah. perfect because we're going yeah. to an event. And so here we are. We're, you guys are you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. No, Thanks, no. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm not, and I'm not being paid to say this, but I have I think three Helinox yeah. chairs. There yeah. you go. There you yeah. go. So yeah. Ezra, take note. Take yeah. note. Take yeah. note. And so I got the uh, and I got the trunk. <laughs> yeah. So you got the trunk. All right. Yeah. So who wants to go first? So we want to know how this all started, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna get to what we're talking about, and we're gonna get some right. close up shots of it. But this is a um, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. How do you describe your product? Who wants to take that one? Like, I'll, I'll, let me go. And uh, so, where it started for me, Donovan and I and a couple other folks took a trip down to New Zealand. We did a hunting trip down there, and uh, my family had sold our previous business. And Donovan and I had worked together a long time in that uh, ourselves a manufacturer, Donovan uh, a dealer, and uh, we, we, I guess I would say we got, we were dissatisfied with the quality of camping products in our industry. Wait a minute, is, wait a minute. There's there's <laughs> problems in the RV industry with quality? What? Uh, I don't know, maybe a little. <laughs> maybe a little. Um, All right. So, um, yeah, it was it was uh, something we had talked about a lot on this trip. And uh, so and Donovan had already had a design that he had he had drawn up. And, uh, and so I said, man, you, I, it sounds awesome. You should do it. And so he took, I'll let him segue yeah. into that. Yeah, so like um, that that particular trip, I had already a preconceived notion of what I was trying to accomplish, which went actually quite a bit further back in my in my past. I I've been in the RV business a long time, basically from a kid, and uh, at some point uh, we're on the same page with that. Yeah, twenty years ago, I was sitting in my office as a young salesman, and I was spending a lot of time off-roading on the weekends, uh, checking out new passes, and I would camp, uh, you know, I started with Subarus. I was a, you, I was basically a, a car mechanic at uh, a local Chevy store, and I would sort of buy and sell the uh, the used car manager would sell me old Tercels and Subaru Brats and stuff, so I had a lot of fun with that, but I, I kind of got into where I had started with the pickups, and um, I always liked to have a topper, right, on, on my pickups, so Pretty much from the time I started using pickups, I liked toppers, but I didn't like old man toppers, the hunchback toppers. I always wanted them to be cab high. That's just That was just a personal preference. But at some point I was sitting there in my office and thinking, man, it would be great to be able to have a fully functioning camper that could be cab high and garageable. Which totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was bathroom? one of the things. With a bathroom. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that, that probably wasn't sense. in yep. your initial. Yeah. No, I mean, initially that isn't where my head was. Obviously, yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around how to make that happen yeah. at that time. But at, at one point, fast forward 20 years, at our RV dealership, I took on a product that had a, a travel trader product that had sort of the 180 concept, right? When, uh, 
that opened my eyes to the idea that a truck bed camper does not have to have a hard roof on it. It right. doesn't have to have a, like, so it, in the RV business, up until that point, truck bed campers uh, were sort of started at the truck bed's floor and came up and the pop-ups, you know, sort of went straight up, right? right. Um, and this product sort of opened my eyes to the fact that, well, maybe because due to the fact that it had low sidewalls, I thought, Theoretically, this could yeah. this this could happen on a yep. on a truck bed. So Definitely. at that point, I started uh, whipping up some drawings, uh, tape on the kitchen floor, and sitting around <laughs> in my table. <laughs> it's true. Table things chairs. do happen yeah. on the kitchen yeah. floor, yeah. You know, man. Yeah. And I gotta say, like you guys are in the lifestyle, right? Like we were joking before the we started recording, whether you like it or not. Um, You've both grown up around them. So this wasn't, I guess my point is, some business opportunity where you said, I want to go buy an RV company because right, I yeah, think that's yeah. popular. Like right. you guys come from it yeah. and have, whether you like it or yep. not, been forced right. to live and breathe yeah. it. Now, how many years in are we at this point with Skinny Guy? We're about two and a half years in. Yeah. So uh, after the trip, Donovan, uh, we came back and he uh, proceeded to just prototype and build and map out uh, the, some of the early uh, issues Right. That, that had to be solved with the skinny guy. So two and a half years in, yep. and uh, then uh, we I, I came out to visit Donovan late 2019, saw the saw the prototype, and I'm like, dude, we gotta we gotta do this. Yeah. So at that yeah. point, we struck a deal, brought the prototype back about two or three months later, um, after a trip I had to take down to Australia, and then um, yeah, came back and uh, started building the team, uh, getting the plans nailed down for how to build these in a production at the at a production level right um, with, a, with available to uh materials yeah on the market yeah. and like so, say for instance like wiring harnesses that would be already available to you for that you trusted those yeah. types of manufacturers that you could sure kind of put into your system right yep yeah and there was a there's a lot of i mean even in the prototyping process donovan solved a lot but even it's one thing to build one it's another thing to take one and then and, and then multiply it and uh, we talk about that a lot internally. And um, we, a lot of trips to Lowe's, a lot of trips to Home Depot, like Menards. Um, who, do we gonna, who are we going to work with on this, that? Like, okay, this problem, this is a problem. How are we going to solve that? And then, of course, pandemic hit. Right. And so. Do over. Yeah. So <laughs> what yeah, happens the, now? Yeah, the supply you know? chain got yeah. really um, interesting. And a lot of people use the excuse of, well, it, it was during the pandemic. Like, I. It, it did phase us some, but we made it through, and we we launched through, and we built a company through, yeah. and um, here we are yeah. where on is the other Hull, side. Where is HQ? Indiana. Okay. Yeah, Indiana. So I'm, I'm well, in, gosh, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm I've in never Montana. Heard of You're in building. Montana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, that's Montana. Nobody builds Montana. Big sky country. In Indiana. Right. Yeah. 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 That doesn't yeah. make any yeah. sense. Why <laughs> right. would you choose that? Right. In Montana. Yeah. Yeah. During the prototyping, I live in Montana, and during the prototyping process, like we said, live in the. There's yeah. living the lifestyle, it, right? it is. You have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and yeah, and so Donovan has always been uh, our number one tester. Uh, I mean, he had the original one. He took it out, used it. In fact, the first time he took it out, he had a tarp. Yeah, a tarp yeah, basically based I used tent. Uh, 12 rolls of duct tape and, and a poly <laughs> yeah. tarp. I to love make it. The very so this first is, tent. We, we were, there's, a, there's something in the works Rivian-ish. Yes. Yeah. And maybe now's a good time to get to that before we get up and take a look. Sure. But I'll say um, that scenario of Donovan being the the I guess first line 
Mr. They don't say Haynes until I say they say Haynes. Right, right. Um, that's a similar way, that, as far as we understand, that Rivian does their stuff, right? So right. RJ's out there driving his product, mm. eating his own dog yeah. food, as, so the, as yeah, they say, right? Yeah. right? Um, if you're do, you guys have. I think there's more in common here. We we should we should tag RJ we'll, and Rivian. Oh, we'll in we'll this. definitely tag Rivian. Hey RJ, watch the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the, you know, like I said, they had a couple here. Hey RJ. Yeah, hey RJ. Yes. Hey, RJ. Reach out Good to us. You. Yeah. Uh, the. The two Rivians that we saw over at Optima Batteries was very unique in that they had a trailer similar to this, but it is, it is, uh, it's, 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 they can go out off the grid for a long time. It's, bad, it's, it's, it's battery, battery powered. Yeah. Okay. It's a battery trailer. Yeah. So, you know, just like an, an internal combustion engine, you're going to carry, you know, gas cans around to, to get you further just in case you need it, right? Right, right. And everybody is, is saying, you know, well, how do you do that in an electric vehicle? Well, obviously, RJ, when he designed this thing, mm -hmm. it's an adventure vehicle, right? Yep. So, there you go. And so people who are afraid of range, mm -hmm. they have range anxiety, yep. you know, Optima has come up with something uh, that, that may work for that, which is right. really cool. Yeah. And and who knows to pair where this may with end up yeah. with what now. So, so Jason, what you can, I know you, there's things you can't say, but there was something that you guys have in the works that's suited, and I'm not going to do this justice, for a Rivian-type vehicle, right? Yeah. What, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we, I mean, we've been publish, publishing it and promoting it since, I'd say, last August when okay. we first went to uh, our first Overland uh, Expo. Um, so we've got seven models total. We have a, a Model 6.5, which is what we have behind us here, and we'll walk around. Uh, and that's the original one Donovan developed. Model 5.0, which is for uh, anything with a five-foot bed. And we've named our models according to the truck bed length. So... So you think about yeah. the Rivian, right? Uh, small truck bed, and there's been a couple of the companies that have done similar size, i.e. Ford, because Ford invested early with Rivian, and uh, and who knows what happened as far as information exchange and oh hey we have a Ford Maverick now that's about the same size as a Rivian. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, so. Long story short, model 4.5 is really designed for the Rivian. I ordered my Rivian three years ago, and I just got it probably two months ago. Well, we got to ask you, what do you think of it? It's awesome. It's very See. powerful. Um, I love the I love the storage at the front of the truck bed. Yes. Um, the pass through. Um, it's it's amazing. Yeah. I think I would have gotten a different exterior color had I known the blue, but but the blue is still cool. Yeah. That's kind of our theme color, but. Um, but yeah, just it's a super cool vehicle. My yeah. wife and I do a lot of commuting. Well, now, Anyways, now you, now you so. volunteer to. It's like you're donating a test vehicle, right? You're gonna get it back yeah. with like scratches and drill holes. Hey RJ, well, again we're knocking <laughs> RJ. Yeah. Well, so model 4.5 is designed for the Rivian. Um, we, and as I've gotten it, as I've received it, when we've we've looked at it and gotten sizes and dimensions, and everything off of it, uh, we know what we need to do for a, a bracket mounting system. Uh, we we're going to. We haven't fully developed it yet, but we want to take advantage of that, uh, the onboard 110 power in the bed. Um, so we think we may end up with a, a fully, if not a fully electric camper, um, a somewhat hybrid electric with a little bit of small amount of propane right. to power the, the, the furnace. And Which yeah, totally makes sense. It so, would yeah. sort of depend on the customer's demand for cold weather capability. So, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, one of the things that, uh, the you know, the Rivian, we don't know what we don't know yet, but uh, we're excited to, to jump in on the mm -hmm. Rivian because yeah. we want to yeah. try to achieve everything we've achieved at the bigger level, the cooktop sink, uh, sure. flushing toilet, fully self-contained little RV that really uh, 
on a Rivian has a chance of not impacting range. Right. Anytime you get up over cab on any system, that's 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 a range impactor on a aerodynamic. Vehicle. Yeah, so ab absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We think, yeah, we think our our solution for uh, or our camping solution for a Rivian could could it it could definitely. I mean, we haven't done any testing to know, but we think it'll definitely like be a the longest range. It'll allow the truck to have the longest range with a an RV solution right matters, out there. Right? So, I mean, so that's yeah. something that everybody's gonna that's high on the checklist. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. The, the one thing that I liked, you know, when I started researching uh, this product was that you give the opportunity to kind of grow as you move along. Mm -hmm. So, can you talk a little bit about Donovan? Um, the level of like, what is the bare bones you can buy, and then where do you go from there? And is it customizable to that top level? Yeah, I mean, so we've we've gone through some internal discussions about how to approach you know, packaging and a la carte optioning, right? So we do have a what we call call to bare bones. We've uh, since uh, going to move away from the super bare bones uh, because we do uh, wink wink have a product coming in behind at a even at a more uh, okay. more base, right? So right. the more base is is sort of a departure of the of the the idea that you you the floor is at the uh, truck bed's uh, height it's more of a canopy i guess what we're look what we could call it is a canopy camper that remains ca cab high so what what we would be uh our our new base model is going to be kind of in the go fast or the gotcha. at uh space rear hatch open to the inside but still have our bed system side entry but the, the kicker yeah. is that we're going to remain cab high and that's going to be uh, put us uh, in a uh, where nobody else is, right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and then from there we go to what we call skin and bones, and that package level uh, is basically no systems, no one, no water systems, no LP systems, a really basic power system, and uh, comes with some cushions, the bed mat, um, a couple other things. And then we move up to a third package level, right. which we call the skinny fat what my wife calls me because I'm out of shape. And uh, anyways, that package level becomes a camper. That's when we add in the water systems, the LP systems, the furnace, the cooktop, the sink. Comes with a porta potty at that at level, no flushing toilet. Uh, it's missing some of the top, the higher end power systems. And right. then when you get to kit and caboodle, that's when the top of, top of the line red art comes in, the solar comes in. Uh, you can option in the, the toilet the flushing toilet at skin or at skinny fat and kit and caboodle, uh, but I think it, there's some consensus internally that we're going to allow customers to to a la carte some of the features that might be in a package above the package that they choose to bring it back into their package. Gotcha. Initially, we were going to try to control that because uh, we didn't want so many configurations that sure. we would have a hard time uh, sort of keeping track of the of the builds, mm -hmm. right? And uh, forcing us to stock too many parts. Sure, and, it um, makes total yeah. sense, yes, yeah. absolutely. Our, all of our parts, when, they, when, when we manufacture them, they all are prepped the same way, so depending on the option, uh, what's option or trim uh, the customer picks, we can uh, modify them on the production line to make them what that trim level needs to be, so. Yeah, and um, I, I love the fact that you're able to drop what you guys call what the basement right, out of it. Right. Um, and what's really cool too is I, I when I'm looking at this, I'm, how do you get it off the truck? And I, so do the jacks you sell? Do the jack system? Does the jack system come with it? 
Yes. Each, okay, so right. it's a yes. three, it's three yeah. jacks, right? Yep. And you have the holes that are built into the side of it Correct. already right. to mount, and then it's it's really cool. I it's can, a cool I can, system. I can barely take like the anticipation here. So we've got <laughs> we've got two units here. And then there's a build here that we might want to mention if you guys want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And we'll do this yeah. in real time. Like, I'll, we're going to go grab a mic and a camera, and we can stand up and kind of do a Yeah, walk we'll just walk and, around. I think we can, yeah, um, we can do that. I'll transfer some of the audio over, and how about now? Like, yeah, let's, let's yeah. do it. We'll, we'll, and right. we'll, we'll get Justin involved, too. Yeah, yeah get yeah. Justin yeah. involved. So, yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. So, let, yeah, let's right. get up. Let's, let's take a walk around. and grab this one. All right. Actually, you take this, Jay, because okay. you don't have a wireless mic. And... Okay. Use that wisely. All right, everybody. This is Justin. He's going to give us a tour of the inside, and I've been waiting for this a long time. You ready to do it? I'm ready. All Let's right, go. You go first. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're inside our six and a half um, skinny guy. So we'll start right here on the inside of the door. See, so inside of the door, we can see we have our our Bullfinch shower port plugged in on our hose. It's extraordinarily long. We use this so you can shower on the inside. And you ask, how do you shower on the inside? Well, you use this shower port, and then we actually have a floor drain on the inside. Uh, we use a, a mat on the inside that can repel the water. It's very very similar to something you would see on the floor of, uh, of, of, of a boat. Uh, so it uses that kind of material. And you got your... Um your temperature control here because you got hot and cold, correct, right? Correct. Okay, so cool. you can turn that on and off, yeah. and then uh, just it just disconnects. You pull it the one way and just disconnects. I love that. Very uh -huh. easy, and you can coil it up and put it in uh, one of our storage compartments that we have here. So cool. you have a lot, tremendous amount of storage there. Uh, our lagoon table and table leg. This actually folds up and then actually can just be stored right here in front. And you can see the two magnets here. And then next to that, we have another bit of storage here on the inside. And then you got all your goodies here. Yeah, uh, this is your control panel, correct, right? Correct. So all the, all the front of this. So this is all modular. So depending on the package that you get, uh, depends on what's going to be on the face of that. So this one's a kit and caboodle. So it's highest level trim. So we have all of our all of our controls on the front of this. So the Red Arc Manager 30 for that manages our battery power and lets you know where where your uh, battery is at with it, uh, how much solar is coming in, your shore power. Uh, it, uh, below that is our Truma. So that's going to control your uh, your heat and then also control your fan and your hot water and then next to that is your Xantrex that's for your inverter uh, so you can turn that on and off and that Xantrex is also it's all of those electronics including your battery are all on the inside of that compartment so if you need to service it or like you said get to the battery there you go everybody right. you got access to it and you got some 110 power right there and then you got your I like this uh, that is a Dometic fridge. That's this a, is it's a 30 liter. It's a CFF Dometic. What I really like about it is you can access that from either side. So that lid flips one side or the other, which is really great. So it doesn't matter how you set it on there. So you never forget that. And if I wanted to, I could take this out and plug it into my truck. Correct, correct. It's, it's really lightweight. So once you get it completely full, it's fantastic. All right, I'm gonna flip around here. We're gonna get to the other side. So in, underneath of that uh, refrigerator inside the cabinet is actually where we house the Truma Combi. The Truma Combi does a couple things, obviously. Combination, hot water, and furnace heat that's powered by our 20-pound propane tank. 
So, and then next to that, we have a few power ports for our refrigerator, uh, places you can charge your devices. And then next to that, finishes off our kitchen. And then all of the ports underneath are quick disconnect. Love it. So you have it for your water and your propane. That is not common in a lot of RVs. That's a really cool quality. I, I just can't even begin to tell you, like the, the little attention to detail things that you guys did where you wanted it to be the best you could do it within reason. It just blows me away. You, yep. got, a, you got a working sink here. Yep, working um, sink works, works really well. Single burner stove, heats coffee. Uh, you can do uh, great meals inside here. Black okay. water is 20 gallons. Okay, oh and wait, what? Black water. Black what? water. Huh. What? What? What would we need what? a black water tank why would for? You need, why would you need a? So why would you need a one black of the coolest tank? things about a skinny guy camper is the fact that you have a working flushable toilet, and that is why we love the skinny guy. And that is a full-on RV toilet. That's now, a full-on. Yes. This is an option, right? This is an option. You can get this. This actually holds a the the it has a 20 gallon pro or 20 gallon black tank. Uh, below and it uses a macerator to evacuate all of the waste okay uh, which is great you can uh, it actually has a small port on it uh, grinds up all the waste and you can use um, just a, a pit toilet or a um, uh, porta potty back up to that and get rid of all of your waste you nice. do not need to go to an rv park to get rid of your waste and this is this is a, a fantastic feature uh, for the skinny guy camper and that's a good size black tank for a small family that's going to be out in this thing for two or three days you're sad it is it now is. this and and i didn't get a, a good view of this earlier but um there is a lot of space on this backside. An adult can easily be on their knees here, head not touching the ceiling, putting your shirt on, whatever. You got a lot of hangout space here if it's raining. Yeah, yeah, this is great. So one of the things I like about this versus maybe another truck camper, something that's cab over, is that you can sit up in this bed. So if, if we're sleeping in this bed and you want to sit up in this bed, you want to sit in it to do work, or you just want to sit it, uh, sit it to play a game or play cards, you can do that inside here because there's a lot of head space there. All right, Justin, thank you for the tour. Jake, I'm not coming out. So you guys have fun. I'm gonna hang out. I might take a nap up here. Uh, we'll catch you later. Um, what do you, what's your role at Skinny Guy? I'm not sure, <laughs> honestly, cause you left me out. We didn't even talk about it. See, no, this is no. <laughs> Give, give us, give us some love. No, 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 no. So uh, I'm sales manager at Skinny Guy, and so. you helped set this whole thing up for us. Thank yes. you, by the way. Yes, you're very he welcome. Took my call. Um, so this is the crew now. Um, website, take it from here. Yeah. You, got it. you want to give us a website? Yeah. Uh, SkinnyGuyCampers.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. What else? What else are we on? Twitter. Twitter. We're on Twitter. Yeah. Everybody's on Twitter. You on TikTok? Yeah. Uh, not as of yet. Uh, not yet. So. See, everybody's going to go yeah. on TikTok. So if you not heard yet. that right here, guys. You make sure you follow them when they get on TikTok. That is a must. All right, man. So there you have it. What an interesting conversation with those guys. Now you know where the name Skinny Guy Campers comes from. Donovan, gosh, man, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Or that day, I should say. Um, I learned a new term. Skinny what, fat. Which is what? Skinny fat, so right? It's, it's their, uh, they, you know, it's one of their builds. It's one of their their package options. Mm -hmm. Is uh, is uh, if you go into, you know, if you go on their website, it's skinnyguycamper.com, and you look at the 
build your camper. Skinny fat is their middle package option, which Donovan right. says, you know, this is what his wife calls him. That's just what his wife calls him, right? Out of shape, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Super nice guy. Super, super nice guy. Um, yeah, you got skin and bones version, they said, uh, skinny fat, and then kitten caboodle. And, um, and there's a lot of interesting things coming they, down the road. Yeah, guys. they dropped some some hints on that. So just everybody make sure you keep watching. I'm sure we'll we'll meet up with these guys again and have some more content for you around their products. Absolutely. Now, one thing that we must mention, Keith, that wh- what were we sitting in and enjoying ourselves in while we were having that conversation with those guys? Uh, that would be the uh, Helinox Cafe chairs. And yeah. uh, if you're curious about those, watch the video segment um, where we, we use them. Except for me. I was sitting on a like trunk. Cool, but, cooler or trunk <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. But um, it, we like them because they sit up a little bit higher than the typical uh, outdoor chairs, camping chairs. The cafe mm-hmm. line in particular. And uh, we, we'll put a link... We, we've got links everywhere. Just go to our website and search for Helinox and click on the link yeah. and buy some. They're, and they make great holiday gifts, by the way. Or yes, they birthday do. gifts or yep. whatever. They're good for anything, any event. And you might want to carry you know, a couple with you when you're going to you know, grandma's house for yeah. you know, Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas. So you got extra extra chairs to sit in. Those are perfect size. And the table one as well. So yeah. um, you know, once again, thanks to uh, Donovan, um, Jason, uh, and Justin, and their entire crew. Um, uh, their, their spouses were, were out there working hard as well, uh, for them. Uh, we are so much appreciative of that opportunity. And, and once again, you can go to skinnyguycampers.com to check out that. You can also go over to TAVLLC.com and then go to bowencustoms.com if you want to check out that particular rig that we were, we were talking about. So there you go. And, um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I don't think made it to the, the final product, uh, but I, but Donovan told me, and we just didn't make the cut. Is they have tested these out in sub-zero temperatures? Oh yeah, that's right. Below zero, okay. Yeah. And the water systems worked because they have furnaces in them, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's- so if you are interested in doing a little winter uh, camping, overlanding, they'll do the job for you. Now. I say that because we are coming on the winter season, of course, right? right? But um, we're also getting into, (laughs) I mean, it's another day. There's another Rivian news story, I guess. Um, Yeah, yeah, right. And I kind of feel like, Jay, when I I read this, I was like, "Eh, you guys are just, A, you're trying to just hit your wagon to the trend of, you know, the Rivian buzz term. A lot of haters out there. And I sort of feel like they've unfairly hung this one around Rivian's neck, but maybe not. I mean, there's just some elements of this. It's like not specific a, to Rivian, right? Well, yes, there's, there isn't. Um, or there is some things that, that are not specific to Rivian, but there are some things that they do point out that are specific to Rivian. And it's okay. Let's, let's just and go by ahead the way, and let Skinny the... Guy does have a specialty vehicle model uh, for Rivian. If you are oh, yes. interested, yep, they have. Yeah, them. so yep, they do, and they're for not the going to stop there. Yeah, they're not going to stop there, guys. I'm t- yeah, Keith, thanks for bringing that up because you need to just go follow them. They're on every platform out there, guys. I'm telling you, they are they're in 
your face with everything, and you need to go check them out. That's uh, you know we, we've we've touched on that a lot for you guys. But I tell you, that's how excited we are for those guys, and how excited we were to be able to bring you that um, that piece for them. So 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 uh, the drive is reporting an issue with the Rivian R1T in particular. I guess uh, that's really the only one that's well, only like R1S. Out, yeah. out. I mean, yeah, I've seen some S's. I passed an S yeah. the other day. Yeah, but how many have they delivered though? Is it not you know? as many? That yeah. Right. So where um, the LED lighting is an issue in snow and ice because uh, LEDs typically do not produce enough heat to melt ice on hardly any the lenses of these lights. Right. Hardly any. And so it apparently builds up and it's hard to get rid of, and. Again, I sort of feel like, yeah, but you're just singling out Rivian because the F-150 Lightning has LEDs, GM's Hummer EV. Hummer, all, there's so many out there mm-hmm. that, I mean, all, that are a lot of the Hyundai stuff now, the Kia stuff, um, you know, a lot of Fords, a lot of GM products that are upcoming, yeah. some, most some Stellantis anything, products. Yeah, right? most anything 2021 and later, whether yeah. it's an EV or not. Lexus. Most, Lexus. Right? Most of your VIP cars, your your higher-end luxury yeah. vehicles, will have some form of LED lighting. You know, the LED is very efficient. It's, yeah, it doesn't it's, take it doesn't, as much power. It doesn't take right? as much power, which is ideal for an electric vehicle. Um, and it doesn't, like you said, put off a lot of heat, if any at all. And so in a snow and ice situation, whereas our normal like halogen type bulbs that we're used to over the, you know, that we've gotten accustomed to over the last 20, 30 years or more, um, they put off a tremendous amount of heat. So yeah. built into that, you have a little bit of a defrost going on during those icy and snowy conditions. But unfortunately, the Rivian and or any other electric vehicle that might have these LED lights may encounter some problems with them. And the Rivian Y, I think, has been pointed out here, Keith, to kind of err on their side a little bit here, is the shape of the headlights. They, the, the the snow and ice, tine, it kind of tends to collect in Yeah, in it's that. that vertical oval. It's that yeah. vertical oval. And so it's and they're kind of set back in there. Whereas if you look at most of the other EVs that are out there, they tend to kind of contour with the front end of the vehicle. It's more of a flat surface rather than... Um, so probably a little easier to clean off or, yeah. or, or not not retain. Um, but that's I see it being an issue uh, only in, obviously, you know areas that tend to get a tremendous amount of snow and ice. Other than that, it's a non-issue. But let's face it, man. What, what have we worked in in this industry? The aftermarket, right? The aftermarket will figure this out. Right. So this is, yeah. So this is where I was going to go with this, too, is my prediction is... Uh, in the next year or two of production models, they're going to have a heated light option where mm-hmm. your primary beams will have an option for you to toggle a switch. I mean, you have them for mirrors now. Right. And they'll put a heating element in the light, which will ultimately take more power, uh, which is what but they were how- trying... Right, but, but not how often, only right? in, in freezing ice, rain, snow, whatever. Yeah, right? so all you EV haters out there, don't be coming back at us and saying, yeah, now your range is really going to go down. I'm going to beg to differ on that. I don't well, think so. Well, but so. man, you got to use it when you drive it. How long does it take for that to heat up? And you might have to pull over for 10 <laughs> minutes and wait for it to rip, rip, rip. 
I, I know. And yeah, and and <laughs> I think you're right, Jay. The aftermarket will solve this. Some of the manufacturers may adopt aftermarket solutions. Uh, I think my prediction here is in the next couple of years, all the manufacturers will start to incorporate heating elements in their in their lighting or, assemblies. Or washer types, you know, fluid yeah. situations, de-icer where it can spray lightly on it or whatever. Yeah. But I tell you, there is probably right now under everyone's nose, and if I am a, say, Jack's Wax or, you know, some of those other leading brands out there in the coating, mm-hmm. like body coating stuff, right. if, if I'm you guys, I'm going to Rivian and saying, hey, we have your your solution that you can, in a, in a form of a spray bottle, that you can send out to all your customers right now and coat that headlamp assembly. Because if you can put a coating on on your car's finish that water rolls off it like a duck's back um i think you can have the same situation here with a um coating for a headlamp assembly so the word for the day is hydrophobic hydrophobic (laughs) means i don't know repellent of Uh, water (laughs) yeah there you go or a phobia of water or whatever yeah 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 yeah. so there Um, you go hydrophobic coating Hydrophobic coating, man. There you go. So, but yeah, that's it. I, you're right in a, in a way. I, I think that it's 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 really an issue that's a non-issue because you'll you'll probably hear about it from us and have seen the article on it, and now everybody's at the drawing board going, okay, we, we've got this figured out. It's it's right. a it's a non-issue. And in fact, some models over the years have already incorporated situations for situations like this. Like Mercedes known for their their little mini wipers on their headlamps. Yeah. And I think yeah. even Lexus, Lexus, their high end some of their high end vehicles may have had that and some of the other high end vehicles already have those. So it's it's not like it's a technology that's not like readily available. So there you go. I mean Let's just go Anything full on laser article. beams, and then we can, right. you know, actually use it in a practical application. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So there for you go. For people driving uh, slow in the fast lane. A- absolutely, man. And uh, yes, no, that's the foghorn, man. You got to have a foghorn for that. So yeah. I think so. Um, wow. So while we are on the subject of foghorns, foghorns. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're past the foghorn. Ooh. ooh. That sounded like a fart, man, more than it did a... That sounded bad. You sound a little gassy, Keith. That's that's the hockey horn. All right, yes. Is is that what it is? Anyway, so... um, Who who is Volkswagen now? (laughs) (laughs) Who do they own? Yeah, so we we just... This is great. I I think it's fun. Um, I'm not anti. I'm kind of glad to see this option come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. Keith and I podcasted about this probably eight months ago, maybe. Um, uh, yeah. You could probably go, yeah, you could probably check that out. You know, go to our go to one of our podcasts that we we spoke of. Might even be a video out there on it. And go to youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus to get that. Um, but Scout, everybody is familiar with the uh, the International Scout. You know, it's 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 that 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 family of of off-roading SUVs like the Ford Bronco and 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 others, it's in that family. Um, my wife is a big fan of Scouts because uh, her grandparents own one, and she used to drive that thing around as a little kid. You know, when they were you know out back on the farm or whatever, you know, and just um, she learned how to drive a car uh, by driving a Scout. But 
It's who owns Scout now and uh, what they're going to do with it and what just happened. Let's get into it. Yeah, so that would be Volkswagen, Jay. And um, for those of you new to the what does Volkswagen own game, uh, I would encourage you to take a look at that or maybe Google it. You would be probably surprised unless you are an avid VW enthusiast. Mm -hmm. They own a lot of brands. And... I mean, they some of them are exotics, you know, uh, uh, Bugatti for one, right? right. Um, Ducati, the motorcycle line, which I own one, is a VW product. They, they are into a lot of things, not just the VW logo. And um, that is clearly by design. They are growing that brand. It's kind of the Budweiser uh, philosophy from the 90s. So... Um, I grew up in uh, central Missouri, and, you know, you got to take the tour, as they would say, right? Like, go take the tour, do the tasting room at the end and all that. And so if you tour Anheuser-Busch, it's really cool. You get to see the Clydesdales and all that. And one of the neat things that I remember they told us at the end was one of their strategies in the 90s was, uh, may, may still be the case today, when you go to the cooler section in your local C store or grocery store, whatever they're trying to have 50% or more of the choices that you see be theirs. And, um, I, I think that the craft beer scene has probably expanded to the point where that's no longer the case, but basically heads, it's heads. We win tails. We win. Right. So, you know, in the, in the Anheuser-Busch case, of course they've got, Anheuser, they've got Budweiser, they've got Bush, but then they get into like Michelob, Amberbach. Uh, they own a lot of the seltzer products that you're seeing out now. I mean, they're into everything, right? So Volkswagen is doing a similar thing where they're going, hey, you know, not everybody wants to drive a vehicle with the VW logo on it, right? Like, mm -hmm. not everybody is, uh, you know, a fan of the ID Buzz. So a Scout body style and design isn't going to really fit into the Volkswagen branding. Mm -hmm. It has its own following. Um, so they're doing basically a, a brand, you know, GM tried it with, uh, with, uh, help me out here. The, uh, oh, what, Saturn Saturn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very yeah. distinctly different. You, you'd look yeah. at those and you couldn't tell it was a GM design product. Right. 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 Did very well for them actually. Yeah. Well, for a while. And then it didn't mm. until it didn't. As they say. Anyway, so so Scout is coming back. The website is back now. It's scoutmotors.com. Um, there's very little information there at this point, uh, but they do show you a profile photo in the shadows of what Jay... It looks to me like it's an SUV. Well, it, it is. You've got an SUV, and you also have a pickup truck. Um, they spoke that, you know, when we learned about this many months ago, um, I thought, how clever, what a, what a, what a, what a, a very good marketing strategy this is to not attach Volkswagen to it per se, give it its own identity, which it should have. It's a scout. Well, this is an American market only at this point. Exactly. And that's the other side of this that I find very impressive with how Volkswagen has handled this. 
Um, I think that they would have fell flat on their face out of the chute had they tried to tag this with a VW logo or anything, the VW mm-hmm. Scout or anything like that. I think it would not have worked for them. Now, these are going to be electric vehicles. They're going to be all electric. Um, but as we have been discussing on this podcast, our podcast for many, many months, um, that shift in technology range, battery technology, and then you come in with all of the overlanding accessories that are coming and they're available for uh, the Rivian and the F-150 Lightning. All of these vehicles will have what you need to go off-road, whether you're an EV or not. Right. So this is a win-win situation for VW by doing this and handling this the way they have. The other thing that I like about the website that they just launched, which, by the way, guys, it's scoutmotors.com, scoutmotors.com. You'll go to a land page, and you have three options, which I find awesome, which is at the top of the list. They're taking immediate inquiries, man. They, they want, they want they, they've got a career page, they've got a press page, and they've got a forum page. They are prepared to get people in place, but they're also prepared to have you access the information, have it readily available to you, and there's also going to be the forums on this. So... Keith and I have also in the past talked about the marketing strategy of some of these companies. How do they do it? Well, it's like live polling. This is what this is. Yeah. Why would they have a forum now? Well, because it's live polling. What What do you want to do? You want to listen to the chatter. Well, man, I ain't never going to buy no Scout made by VW. Or um, that thing's ugly. Or just like Keith and I said when the Bronco came out, they need to bring it back and pay homage to the old Bronco. What did Ford do? They listened. They brought it back, and it looks like the old Ford Bronco. And it's it's actually been a big hit, other than a few glitches here and there, delivery and engine yeah. failures and stuff like that. But this is I great, that, man. I mean, you have a, a direct like they are monitoring these forums. They're yes. managed and moderated by the Scout uh, company, mm-hmm. and. It's up right now. Like you can literally go to scoutmotors.community.forum or you can just go to the scoutmotors.com and then click on the forum and they have a general discussion category, they have official scout news and updates, uh official scout motors events and appearances, uh a suggestion box. And then they do and this is a big one. It may not seem like it, but regional groups and communities and local meetups. So that's going to further promote their uh, platform, and it's going to give them the ability to get the word out, so to speak, in the Overland enthusiast crowd. All right, everybody. So if you uh, have any curiosity at all on the Scout platform, do two things. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe because we will give you more information as we have it. And number two, hit their uh, website at scoutmotors.com and keep an eye on that, and we will uh, update yeah, we'll, you as well. Absolutely. We'll bring you more information as it becomes available to us, and I'm pretty excited about following this one. So it'll be interesting, just like the Bronco, man. Just anything new. Yeah. You know, the Rivian, right. Rivian was cool. It came Ooh, to fruition, yeah. and here we are. You know, right. so this will be fun. We'll take your comments on that too, by the way. Hey, by the way, as you're listening to this, please make sure that you go to our, our podcast link, wherever that may be. We're on every platform out there, but you can reach them all by going to partscountyguru.com forward slash podcast links, or just hit the podcast links in the upper left-hand corner. Um, leave us a review. 
um, give us a thumbs up, give us a comment, whatever. All that stuff kind of helps us do what we're doing. Um, if you also want to help us out, we've got some great merchandise out there that you can buy. It's right there on our on our webpage. You can also buy it through our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com um, forward slash parts counter gurus. Um, also follow us on all of our socials, please. Uh, you'll find us uh, on Instagram uh, at the parts counter gurus. Uh, we are on Facebook and we are just parts counter gurus. We're on Twitter. We are at the counter show. We're also now on TikTok, which is at parts counter gurus. So make sure you follow us. Give us some love. We need you. We like doing what we're doing. So um, outside of that, man, what a great show. Uh, again, thanks to Skinny Guys. Uh, or skinny guy, the skinny guy, Donovan, and the rest of the guys at the uh, Skinny Guy Campers. So, what a great show. You want to take us out, pal? Yeah, man, before I lose internet again. Ha <laughs> ha. We've had some snafus. They're lately. working on the uh they're working on it and it's uh I think it's some construction guys that got a little out of hand. Anyway, uh chop, thank chop. you guys as always for making us a part of your lives on a regular basis. Please tell a friend, please do us a huge favor on the podcast side and leave a review for us on whatever platform you are listening to this on. And like I love to say, if you can't give us five stars or whatever the most stars are, please call Jay. But certainly if you can, <laughs> go ahead and leave the review. Just talk to Jay first if you can't. And uh, <laughs> until next time for my pal Jay over there, I am Keith. In the words of Dory from Finding Nemo, oh just keep swimming. See you guys on the next one.